What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the Ethel Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That's right, welcome again to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the only wrestling podcast that can still say too sweet without being sued. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Avenging God damn Ben. It. I am Avenging Ben. We just got sued, home of Mike. <laughs> And, of course, just the third man, as always. My face fucking hurts, but I'm the Law Ray Ramunda. What's up with you? What's up, buddy? You feeling okay? Don't even talk to me. Well, well, your face hurts, and my head was hurting after Sunday. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Sunday's... Yeah, we need to keep some happy pills around you, bro. Yeah, Mike, we're gonna have to have a serious talk after everything's said and done tonight. But let that not get in the way. We week in a row, you told me that we haven't had the talk. <sighs> we will. Okay. It's complicated, <laughs> Mike, and, say, and we'll Mike? get to it. But let that not get in the way that the fact that we are the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. This is episode forty-nine. We are one week away from fifty fucking episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Fifty episodes. So guys, take me. So guys, take me. So guys, take me through it. What, what, was, what were your weeks like? How did you make your way through another weird and wacky world in this world? Another w- a weird and wacky week in this world of ours. How'd you do? Well, Ray, do you want to start? I was in the hospital. Had to get bandages. My face hurts. That's my week. And Mike, what about you? Woke up with a massive headache on Monday morning. Went into work. Felt, felt better. Laughed my ass off at stupid customers as usual. Good week. Yeah, you want to hear the funniest story that happened? You should have seen. Ray, you weren't there for this. Before we got to. This is the one thing I do remember. We went to uh, Hell in a Cell, but before we went at Matt's place, but before we did, Mike came into my work. And exactly. <laughs> he, kept me from, uh, he kept me from blowing up at a customer. Yep. That was amazing. Literally, this no, 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 no. Customers, customer, customer, uh, customers kept asking me, "Why isn't this back register open?" And I'm like, "That's not a real register. That's the area we keep shit and we train the newbies." And at that, that point, at that point, I just looked at Ben like Ben. He's like, "What?" It's like, shush, shush, just shush. shush. It's better. It's better to just say, "It's over there. It's like your mouth." Big Precisely. So you guys had a busy afternoon until we got to the party? You pretty much. Yeah, we had fun. Uh, yeah, bought some Corona. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's why me and Ben can't remember anything. Well, well I remember everything. I can't sleep at night because I keep redreaming it and dreaming it 
I'm dreaming it. Right, you can hold your alcohol. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I held my alcohol. What I'm not gonna hold is that on ten twenty two, a friend is coming with me. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we'll certainly see where that goes. Spoiler. Alert. We'll talk more about that later. Spoiler we'll alert! It's spoiler later. alert! It's Pepe. Let's get into the wacky world of wrestling, Ben. Come on. All give right. The, give us the good what? topics. Where do we start? Where this is a big week for fucking WWE and the independents, man. So let's get into it with a little bit of simple so indie news this week, ladies and gentlemen. The first bit of news yep. to discuss tonight: Austin Aries, months after his a requested release from the world from the World Wrestling Entertainment, has finally decided to re-enter the world of the independents at which at which venue you may ask. He is going to make his indie debut uh, next month, I believe, at Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. Guys, thoughts? Of course. Tommy Dreamer. What does that have to mean, Mike? Well, well, it's Tommy Dreamer, and most former WWE talent goes straight there. Well, House of Hardcore will be hosting their show in November. It will be November 17th, same day as the Legends of the Ring, I believe. So, catch some great stars. Tommy will be having Austin Aries, Petey Wilk, Williams, Magnus, and so much more. I think our former guest, TJ Marconi, may even be there. So TJ! It's going to be a great man. show. I actually spoke to Tommy Dreamer over the weekend at Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, that's another Comic-Con thing to mention. Me oh, yeah, and Tommy was definitely plugging that. Speaking of Comic-Con, how was your experience <laughs> Comic-Con uh, was amazing this year. I want to give a big old shout-out to my sister from another Mr. Julene Garcia, who helped me tear it up all day. At New York Comic Con, we did a joint cosplay as Zebediah Kilgrave and Jessica Jones from Jessica Jones, and that was a hell of a lot of fun. So shout out to you for making my weekend awesome. And Ray, you were a busy boy this weekend. You got to hang out at the Headlock Comic Booth. Am I right? Am I right? Uh, yes, I was. I was at Headlock Comics. Some great artwork, some great comics, all done by the great Michael Kingston and my um, Michelle. Uh, I forgot his name right now. I'll just leave it at that. It's great artwork. One of the actual artists, by the way, is a New Zealand wrestler. The dude lives in New Zealand. I believe he, his origin is Samoan. And it's some crazy artwork done by WWE guys. It's Is he related crazy. to Roman Reigns? Uh, no, but he does know his cousins. <laughs> hmm. God. No, no, no joke. That is one of the reasons I do know a few of the Bullet Club members is through that artist because we were able to talk to Falling guys like that. This weekend, sadly, I actually wanted to see Jerry Lawler because last year I got to see him. This year, sadly, because of Lance Russell's passing, Jerry could not make it. But, like I mentioned earlier, Tommy Dreamer was there and he was the replacement for Jerry. Tommy, had, Tommy, 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 Tommy. Oh, God, that's all I heard Thursday because we had Christian. <laughs> what was that like? And, like? and Tommy Dreamer and every fan that would see Christian and would then see Tommy began to say, my first question to Tommy was, so does that get annoying? Fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck him. I'm like, oh, okay. Here's my answer. But it was a great experience. Got to be with DDP, Christian, Lita, Tommy Dreamer, seeing a bunch of fans just go ecstatic for them. Great experience. I recommend anyone that hasn't been to Comic-Con 
definitely check it out next year. Same. I'll hopefully be again at the Headlock booth. So. Hopefully I can finally go to Comic-Con. Definitely. Gotta so. make it out, Mike. Have a lot That's of... gonna be our next golf adventure. We're all, all gonna go to Comic-Con together. Hell of a lot of fun, y'all. Definitely go. So, bit off topic, but yeah, Austin Aries gonna be making his House of Hardcore debut. Oh, yeah, speaking of uh, Aries, Ben, you said that he asked for his release. Is that, is that has been confirmed? Well, he said he wasn't, he's gone on record and saying he doesn't, he didn't like the position he was in, so he left. Okay. Next, and not, usually with WWE releases, it's most of, the, most of the time with like the bigger names, it is always mutual. a ask. It's, not, it's never like mm. them firing. With firings, most of the time you'll see them like mid-card guys. So mm. you'll see like Simon a... Gotch. Simon yeah. Gotch. Who's interviewed? Simon has done great for himself now in the Indies, so. and you can find out all about that with the interview we recorded with him over the summer <laughs> on our YouTube page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast YouTube page right now. Yep, and that interview Super. was even da, da, and, that, da, da, da. And, that, and that interview wasn't even planned. Nope, nope, that just ran, happened. Ran into him. You want to do an interview? Sure. Nicest guy. I gotta say, you know what's funny? We have to say thank you to the guys from Yep I Like Wrestling because if it wasn't for that party, there would be no Simon Gaj interview. Pretty much. Yep. So thank you to them. Hopefully, if everything is planned correctly, we might be there next weekend. Not sure yet, but no guarantees. But no guarantees just yet. But we will definitely see how we're feeling. But I gotta tell you, I know somebody who's feeling pretty damn good this week. We're gonna hop across to the great nation of Japan, where in New Japan Pro Wrestling, the aerial assassin, one of the hottest acts in professional wrestling, William Osprey has captured the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, and I believe it is his first singles belt in New Japan. Correct me on that, Ray. Uh, yes, that is his first uh, IWGP Championship. He's held just in tournaments himself. I believe he's held the Super Junior Tournament trophy, but he hasn't held any championships. So, so congratulations! This is his first title in Japan. Congratulations to Mr. Osprey. And he beat Kushida, correct? Uh, yes, he did. Your favorite yes. wrestler, Mike? Yes. Wait. Shut up, <laughs> Mike. But you, hey, what do you got against? What do you got against Kushida? Release. It's nothing Ooh. personal against Kushida. I just don't understand the sudden appeal for him. Because it's Kushida. They like the guy. He got the Shelly approval. It's getting approved all around in the indies. Kushida, I guess it is an acquired taste, though, because it's like his gimmick is what precisely? But it's like, eh. It's like when, you try, when you try to explain him to me, it's like you, you make it even worse. Because it's like Kushida is, well, well, you see he's, He's just like he's from Back to the Future, but his thing is he's... Well, well he's fuck. a time split. Well, uh, yeah. Kushida. He got, he, got he got approval from Alex Shelley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Will Ospreay won the championship. So, oh, I know who Will Ospreay is, and he's, a, and he's great. And congratulations uh, to him. So, oh, But uh, as one career... And now I believe that he's in him and Marty, right? Pretty much. Will and, uh, and Marty in Japan. One of the feuds that shall never end, the villain Marty Skrull and the aerial assassin. But two careers that are definitely going great places, but one person's career who is not going in a good direction right now is one Mr. Jimmy Jacobs, a 
former ROH wrestler who turned WWE writer and creative personality, who has unfortunately been fired from his position at WWE due to the stupidest, uh, due to the stupidest of fucking reasons. Well, let's let's just call this WWE being petty. Yep, which has been the bit of a motif for the past few weeks. If you don't know, and how could you not if you're living under a rock? The Bullet Club recently invaded WWE Raw, and during yep. which we discussed last they did week, what? which we they invaded Raw. Sorry, and sorry, it, I had we, to be the dick. You know that it's going to be that one fan that's living under a rock that happens to watch us and be like, "Who the fuck what? is Bullet Club? Who in the fuck is this?" But yes. no, I did. I believe we spoke about that like two episodes ago. So we did. if you haven't watched that. Watch that episode, then come back to this. You'll get our reactions live. You'll get their reactions pretty quickly. Watch it up on YouTube. Yep. And next up, obviously, so yes, Jimmy Jacobs, he got fired because he took a picture with the Bullet Club, who are his former friends, and he got fired for this. Well, they aren't his former friends. They were his former co-workers, Ben. They are friends. That's the reason they took a picture. How do you get fired for something like that when WWE is just being... This is really getting petty because AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, I believe even Carino showed up Showed up. Sorry, in being the elite. And it's like, wait a second. You mean to tell me a guy that's put in so much work for the indies and then you guys decide to hire him, taking him away from the indies because you want him to help your product... And you fire him for taking a picture? What the fuck? Right, uh, can you repeat those names again? I'll, I'll, I'll give you a reason why. Just AJ Styles. Untouchable. Kevin Owens. He's untouchable. Sami Zayn. He's untouchable. Wait, how is Sami Zayn untouchable? <laughs> They're main guys that WWE use for their main events. Okay, Steve Carina. He's, well... Well, <laughs> one Come person, to there, Mike. One, one person out of the four. <laughs> you know what I'm getting at. I do. No, but that's fire. the thing, though. It doesn't. It, it really, it really is. Styles for showing up in a YouTube video that's not WWE. That's stupid. Because I know, AJ but I'm not saying money. for AJ to get fired. I'm just saying no one should be getting fired for that reason. It's, it's public, it's just public image. It's not, he's not defaming the company. The Young Bucks and the Bullet Club itself didn't mean to offend the WWE. They did something out of gimmick. WWE did the same act years ago. Guess what? I tell you right now, I can imagine Kevin Nash and Scott Hall taking a picture of them. But guess what? Because there was no social media back then, it wasn't released to that nature. So Jimmy Jacobs gets released for that. I call just plain stupidity. I'm sorry. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I, I said it last week, too, when the Young Bucks got that cease and desist. They pushed the limit. They pushed it, and then they got hit hard in WWE. But what limit? But what it's, limit? They, I guess I guess you can say yes. They are doing the, the show a little too far and doing – they're poking at the bear. But right, the gimmick they, of them actually, like, invading Raw – WWE did the same thing, so they're doing a parody of that. So that's not, that can't even be the real reason for it. Just that. Oh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I agree with you, but 
I, I agree with you, but you gotta remember WWE is a fucking monster. Like, like nobody is gonna like if if you try to sue them, you're fucking losing. So of course, yeah, of course, they have and, the, and, they have and, a team of lawyers, two, and, and you have two guys who Nick and Matt Jackson. They're not gonna fucking win this war. WWE is as much as it's stupid for cease and desisting a fucking hand gesture. It's stupid. Now with the Jimmy Jacobs thing, I guess it's because of the cease and desist and the because it looks bad on WWE as well. In in their eyes, I'm 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 saying in in the WWE's eyes, it looks bad because we put a cease and desist on them. And one of our head writers for our main show is out there supporting these assholes that are trying to make a mockery of us. Now, I'll say this again. This is extremely petty. It's extremely petty. And Jimmy Jacobs' best thing, if you look back at like what has he done really great uh, as, as being a writer, he came up with the list that Chris Jericho got over. So, if Jimmy Jacobs left the mark in WWE, that was it. Getting a fucking clipboard over. (laughs) But still, it's like... And I'm not knocking the guy, but I'm saying, in his WWE tenure, that's what he did. So... Yeah, but that's that's what we know, but still, I I can can imagine certain storylines, everything getting fixed with Jimmy... And still, I don't know. I guess we'll never understand WWE's true motives or Vince's motives in a way because I can't imagine all this going through just Triple H and the board. Whatever, at the end of the day, well, this is, I well, guess this is hopefully Jimmy well, can come back to the Indies. Well, this feels like a Stephanie and Vince thing. I don't think mm-hmm. Triple H like, cares at all about this because he cares a lot more about the wrestling and not about outside bullshit. Which he should because they should worry about their own product and not about what other people are doing. They're the, I guess to steal the phrase from Jericho, they're the Ayatollah of this business. They're a god. They're the biggest place around right now. When people talk about wrestling, they're like, oh yeah, that company in Connecticut. Because it's the WWE. It's them. It's the ones that that everyone wants to make it to. That's a plateau they're on. So for them to worry about the Young Bucks, it's kind of proving a point of how big the Young Bucks are. To think, yes, they're the ones that are pushing the, the limit and are actually making WWE have to respond. Ben, what, what's your take on this? It's a complicated situation, to say the least. On the one, WWE, I agree with you 100%. WWE is being extremely petty with this whole thing, and it definitely feels like a... Definitely a Vince and Stephanie thing. You know Hunter ain't got nothing to do with this. You know he doesn't. Because Triple H is God. Triple H is God at this point. This is just fucking petty at this point. If they were smart, they would play into this whole Bullet Club thing and make money off of it. But they're not because they don't like they don't like it when somebody spites them. Because Vince is petty like that. You're right. And I'm just feeling like... And I, w, you're right. Bullet Club also poked the bear with this one, but they didn't deserve this. They really don't. They really don't. But hey, let's just—I guess 
move on because then we don't want to cease and desist because we're defaming the company. Um, let's go to something. Let's get to something that's actually interesting because now we finally have confirmation that it is a thing, and that is War Games is a pay per view. NXT War Games. And the match and the match concept is gonna be brought back. Yay! In an actual War Games match. Hell yes, this is going to be amazing. Okay, now can we get a, a cage for us so we can do something? Is that the next parody we do? <laughs> I don't think on our broke asses we can afford it. We've, a... we've done a parking lot bro. I really don't want to see us do a double cage. But for people <laughs> that are listening that don't know what War Games specifically is, uh... I'll, I'll say it a dumb way first. Think of TNA Lethal Lockdown, but better. Yep. Basically, it's it's a very unique concept. Uh, it's a Dusty Rhodes creation, which he got from yep. I forgot I, I forget the movie. Do you guys right? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, Thunderdome. No, I can't remember. Thunderdome. Thunderdome. There you go. There you go. Two Just men like, enter. One man leaves. Just don't think, of the, don't think of the bungee cord thing. Just think of two rings with a solid steel cage with a roof on it and two teams uh, and basically just like mayhem ensues. And the only way to win is by submission or surrender. Yep. Now, so you're probably thinking, what's War Games have to do with the WWE? It's not specifically for the main roster. It's for NXT, because their show, I believe, the night before Survivor Series, right, in Houston? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. It will be NXT TakeOver War Games. And if you don't if you don't want spoilers, because they haven't done this yet, they haven't announced it on the weekly show, but they did announce it on their Facebook. If you don't want to hear the spoilers, skip ahead a few minutes. One, two, three, there you go. I gave you a warning. So, William Regal announced that there will be a War Games match at TakeOver. And it will feature the Undisputed Era, which is... Ray, you can say his name. Adam Cole, baby! Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Versus... versus Sanity. Sanity. Eric, Eric Young. Young uh, Alice, no, it... Killian Dane and... and ben, you interrupt Mike and can't even pronounce his name right. Killian Dane... Yeah. And Alexander Wolf taking on yes. the interesting pairing of the v- authors, the authors of Pain, Akam and Razor. Akam, and, they gotta say it right. Akam and Razor. And wa- gotta add a little bit of. And Roderick, and, goddamn strong. Now, we don't know. We 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 read we know about the announcement. We didn't read the spoilers of how this like this team was formed. So we'll see how that is explained for the, in the next couple of weeks. But as far as this, uh, I think this is the main event for the show, I believe. But what are you guys' takes on it? Have you guys ever seen a War Games match in WCW? I've never watched one. Matt, have you seen this t- the shitty TNA version of it? I have seen the, sh- <laughs> I've seen the shitty TNA version. Oh, God. Right, what about I've you? seen. I've actually seen the original, and I'm actually a fan of it. I liked War Games. TNA's version of it, sadly, they lost the concept. They tried to make it their own, and nine times out of ten of TNA, yeah, it doesn't cut failed. it. 
but yeah. but with WWE, WWE bringing this back for NXT, I feel they have the right writing team for it. I feel it's going to feel like that old dusty style. Even Cody Rhodes says, I'm glad at least they're reminding people of an idea that could work. Let's see what happens. Indeed. So War Games, glad to have it back. But the last bit of uh, news, and this will be the perfect segue of indie to WWE because it kind of crosses both worlds. The final bit of big news that just broke yesterday, to my knowledge, uh, could it be that the king of the cruiserweights, Neville, could be leaving WWE soon? The king of the cruiserweights. If you don't know, uh, every cruiserweight was present in a graphic hyping them up for Raw, except Correct. for one person, Neville. Apparently, who's been, the face of, who's been the face of the division? Who has been the literal face of the definition of the literal face of the division <laughs> for months now? So, I gotta ask: Has this been confirmed yet? And what reason does he have to leave? Well, the report said that he was there on Monday and then left. I believe before the show, or was it? Did he leave during the show? Uh, he left during the show. He left before the show even ended, and a lot of nine times out of ten, you're not allowed to unless I think Vince gives you the okay. And reports are saying he just flat out left. Okay, so so it leaves so, a lot of speculation to, I guess right, yeah. it is a a leave, a leave of absence. So him doing that and then not being at um, two hundred five live again. That's starting to leave the speculation of, I guess we're losing the King of the Cruiserweights. Now, is this contract like coming up soon? That I'm not actually sure. I believe if it if it were, I wouldn't think he would want to leave now. He would just let the contract expire and collect the rest of. But that's just on me. I'm not sure mm. how severe severe right now his acts with the WWR, so I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens. So, as far as Neville uh, uh, supposedly leaving WWE, there was some fake uh, news saying that the reason he left was because of he, of him jobbing to Enzo at the pay-per-view. Which, I don't think that's legit. Honestly. Oh, I, oh, I know, yeah. The thing is, I don't want to say that's it. I can say maybe that topped it for him. Like, no, this can't just be something. He's still the most. He's still the most valuable person that division has. He yeah, but of course pay. that is Ben. But at the same time, you have to think maybe something was boiling. He's losing the sense of direction, and now them doing this, it's like you know what? I'm done. They did it to Aries. I don't want to lose my. And they've done it to Punk. I, I don't want to lose I was, just, that I was just about to bring that up. One reason. I I love wrestling, so it's like you know what. I'll go to the Indies. I'll be able to have fun there. You know, I, I feel like, but if he goes feel, to the Indies, he's gonna make so much fucking money. Oh, definitely. You don't think he knows? Look at Cody Rhodes. Cody Neville Rhodes knows. right now in the Indies is making more money than he did in the WWE. So Neville knows, Neville knows his worth. Yep. But um, I I agree. Agree. I'll agree with Ray that <laughs> we Neville can't probably. Speak to that. God, what happened 
Neville probably feels that he's stuck in limbo in the cruiserweight division, and he probably wants to do something more. Because if you look at the, his run, his first outing in the cruiserweight, well, when he first got called up, he had, they had nothing for him on the main roster. And then when they started the cruiserweight division, they dropped him in there, they turned him heel, gave him the title, and he had a lengthy reign. Then he loses it once, and then he loses it again. And now he's probably thinking, okay, I just want this to title twice they're not going to put the world title on me they're probably not going to put me with a partner what do i do like it's probably frustration too because because he's like they can't they can't send him back to nxt to be a part of the uk division right well maybe we'll we'll see we'll see no no now i guess that's the thing though it's what what's funny is that we bring this up now, we give our reactions. It took to Twitter, and immediately you saw responses from progress, from Marty Skrull even saying, hey, this junior heavyweight tag team tournament started. Yeah, I need a partner. Well, so well, the thing is, they're, they're playing it up. They want to get people talking. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. Pac returning to the Indies, the matchups are endless. You can imagine... Will Ospreay versus Pac. A returning Petey Williams to the ring now, Petey Williams versus Pac. Maybe even Austin Aries and Pac can have a decent indie match. So mm-hmm. imagine. The possibilities are endless. God, right. We would hope to see him hopefully somewhere here in New York. I definitely mm-hmm. would love to see how he changes up his style being more free on the indies. Most also, people, people also have to understand is if he, does, if he did ask for his release... And say he gets it by Friday, because we're recording this on Wednesday. Say he gets this by the weekend. They're going to hit him with the Mount Compete for like 90 days. So don't expect him in the Indies that fast. No, he'll probably, if anything, I, I wouldn't want him to start out quick either. Give him a time to relax. Let him train and get ready mentally. I could say January he can start fresh. And who knows? Next year could be the year of Pac. Neville, whatever he wants to call himself, because I know a lot of indie darlings love to return to their previous names, like Drew, Ma- Drew McIntyre going back to Galloway or such. Let's see what happens. Next year, we might be talking about Neville being yeah. the next IWGP. Neville very well could do the next Cody Rhodes, the guy who leaves them in the dust and does something amazing. Uh, so that does it for all the indie news this week. Now let's get into all that good weird, and ridiculous WWE news. Let's kick it off, of course, with the big news coming out of this week. I'm going a little off format from the sheet here, but I think it's uh, fitting we begin with this. Let's talk about the thing I want to get into. The Shield are back. Well, I know some some girls who would love to get into the Shield. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry, I had to, because once that theme, though it's the same theme that Roman Reigns uses... Hey, hey, it's okay thought. to... Hey, okay, now it's okay to like Roman Reigns again. Fuck you. We all popped. We popped for that shit. And I gotta say one thing. I didn't. The new shirt was amazing. It, it, wait, 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 wait. Did you Let's notice how fucking... Did you notice how fast they made that shirt in an hour? Gee, it's almost as if they had this planned. Come what? on, guys. WWE has a team of 
of, of graphic designers. Oh, shut the fuck up. They could do it. They can fucking have a new shirt made. They can get it on a t-shirt. Happen to have Roman, Dean, and Seth sizes. And boom, new t-shirt. Listen, I'm not going to lie. It was cool to see them team up again. It was cool. But I'm sorry. Everybody was losing their goddamn minds over this. People were crying in the streets. People were throwing their clothes off and dancing naked on their roofs. People were firing machine people were firing machine guns off of mountains. People were fucking masturbating while fireworks were going off. Listen. Okay, listen, I live in a weird part of New York, so take it from me. But listen, listen, I get it. People were fucking... What happened in your area when this happened? In mine? We just cracked a beer and just watched. Listen, I get it. Seeing them again is probably the second coming of Christ that'll cure all known diseases. By God, the holier-than-thou shield. I'm sorry, this was just okay. Am I going to be the dick who says it? For the shield. Yes, because we like the shield. Oh, I like the shield. I do. Yes. But Ben, I'll take it I'll take it one step further and I'll be even a bigger dick. They only did this to get cheers for Roman Reigns. Yeah. Am uh, I the only one that actually was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go shield. The shield deserve better than this. If you're gonna bring them back, bring them back for WrestleMania. Bring them back for something that matters. This is TLC. Ben, Who gives a this shit? Is just, this is just a taste. Think about it. It's happening where they return, where they debuted, where they split, where everything is happening. It's this a historical is going to all Indiana. Yeah, it's just a historical event for them. It's going to be in a location they know very well. And this isn't a one. It could not. I'm hoping it's not a one off. It could lead to something. Maybe for Mania. That's the way Roman beats Brock. It's how it, it's shield. It doesn't feel like a one-off. It feels like this is something that they're going to keep going, uh, like you said, to Mania. But the one thing I have to say, and this is a negative, is the fact that, okay, so they opened the show with The Miz cutting a promo with Cesaro and Sheamus being like, the Shield's not re- reuniting. The Shield's not reuniting. Guess what? They reunited. They attacked them, and then they replayed this fucking clip five times during a three-hour show. They fucking every commercial break. The Shield came back tonight. The Shield came back tonight. Hey, guess what? What is it? The Shield came back tonight. We get it. You know what I You guys have a fucking... I get it. You guys have a... You guys have a fucking foot-long boner for the Shield and when you fucking... When you... And you fucking exploded jizz that looked like the hounds of justice everywhere. I get it. So... Now, uh, I remember, get... baseball was going on, so they're trying to make sure... And also Monday, and also viewers are... Yep, they're trying to make sure viewers were sticking to Raw. They wanted to make sure, hey, guess what? If you missed it, they're back together. And guess what? But they beat the shit out of the Miz. But also guess Ray, what? The Shield's back. And it's Ray, just them knowing how the lifespan of a fucking fan is like, woo! Okay, what's up? What else is happening? Right, it's also annoying for the three of us for that we start watching at 8 o'clock. And then we just keep watching, and then we have to be reminded of what just happened two seconds ago. So the Shield reunited. They did, they also attacked Braun Strowman for funsies. And then, Mike, speaking of that, Mike, to, not to cut you off, sorry, brother. During yeah. that, what transpired though is Braun facing Matt Hardy, defeats Matt Hardy, decides, you know what? I'm not finished with you yet. I'm gonna carry Matt off. He was, he was, he was about about to the over. 
He was about to rate Matt Hardy on Monday Night Raw. And make him broken. You can make him broken. Was I the only one that kind of wanted... Was I the only one that kind of wanted Braun to destroy Matt? So he'd be broken, So Matt has a reason to be broken? I would have done that, but fuck, I guess we can't have much things. I got fucking the ass. Now I'm broken. Please, Braun... Hey, oh, wait, Ray, 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 are you saying that Braun Strowman wasn't gonna, wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna fuck him softly? No, we did this on the show, oh god, no. And I'm uh, gonna fuck you. It's a joke, me and Ben are actually fans of that dance song by Tenacious D. This is where Ben starts playing the clip, uh, post-edit, yep. he starts playing that crazy song. Yep, so... Yeah. There you go, so... The Shield are back. So Bron- yeah. Shield also, destroyed Braun. They, they destroyed Braun. And then later on during the show, Miz complains, because they announced earlier in the show that the Miz, Cesaro, and Sheamus will face the Shield in a tables, eyes, and chairs match. And I just sat there wondering, Sheamus has two fucking front teeth stuck in his gums. you got to put him in a table, ladders, and chain. What I, who did she I say? Said, she said Cesaro. Sheamus. You said Seamus. Oh, whichever, whichever one. Whichever, I don't care. So, <laughs> Miz complains being like, this is unfair. I want another partner. Kurt Angle, I don't know why he said yes, but he did. And Braun came in, and Braun and Kurt had a weird face-off. I kind of want that now. Oh, so, no, no, we don't get Kurt versus... So, oh, we're no. getting Roman... Rollins and Ambrose versus Miz, Cesaro, Sheamus, and Braun. Okay, do we have any complaints about this, fellas? Uh, no. I just feel like, well, this just means that two of your main raw, ro- your main roster titles aren't going to be on the line at one of your pay per views. Right. Well, this well, is the only complaint well, three, I have. Three, if you count the Universal title. Oh, God. Is any title being defended on that show? Uh, the women's and the cruiserweight, I believe. Oh, my God. Okay. My only complaint with this is that... Um, Do you think, you yeah, think the so title the should be wins, No, it's not about the titles. It's if, if the Shield wins, you just buried four guys that in a fixed match couldn't beat three. And you de- you just deep push Braun Strowman from destroying Brock, destroying Ambrose, destroying Rollins, and he has three other guys. Nope, he still lost. So it's well, like, well, well, who said Braun's gonna take the pin? It's not even about no, Mike. I'm not saying that he has to be the one to get pinned. It's just right. about the match itself. Kind of defeats the purpose of yeah. We just pushed. The Miz being a great IC champion, we're pushing Braun to be this dominant monster, and now they lose to the Shield. Right. So well, it's like the Shield. Ha- if they win this match, the Shield, they're unbeatable. They really are. Right. It's just like we need to the unless they're the, well. The one thing I would love to see, and they're never going to do this, is I would want to see the Shield. Versus British Strong Style, but that's not going to happen. That, that's never a say fantasy. never, Ben. That, that, that's a fantasy. That is a is fantasy. Is it though? They have them in the WWE. 
In the yeah, WWE spectrum, they, at least. But they're barely using them. Hey, they're they just got announced for the WWE Live Tour in the UK, and that's a WWE tour. It's not NXT, and that's British Strong Style going with the WWE guys. So hey, that can be seeds planted there. They can do a confrontation, something planned for the future. It's a good. And like point. I said, I'm hoping this isn't just short term, a one off, and they say, "Okay, thank you guys. Hopefully, we can do this again in the future." No. Let's cheer for Roman. Let's cheer for Roman. So, in conclusion on this point, so, one by one, Mike, are you happy The Shield is back? Yes, because it's best for business. And Ray, are you happy The Shield is back? Uh, Of course. I popped, like I said, I kind of marked out for it. It benefits all three guys because now it it shows more dominance for Dean Ambrose and Rollins as tag champions. And also... It kind of gets what they needed, and Roman's getting over. So, and me personally, I was a li- I was a little bit underwhelmed, but still, it's good to see them. So, welcome back, Shield. Let's hope that they do something cool with you, and this isn't all for naught. So, guys, we're gonna take a hey to interrupt this awesome GAWP episode, but somebody got to keep the lights on at home. Somebody got to pay the bills. So, let's go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with more WWE news. And more general dumb fuckery. So we will be right back with more. Oh, oh, oh a lot of dumb fuckery. Stay tuned. A lot of dumb fuckery. And I'm will... not done with you two yet, so and we stay will... tuned. And we stay tuned and we will be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast right after this. Just a reminder, guys, this episode of GAWP is brought to you by Capital Wrestling. Don't forget that Capital Wrestling will be running its fourth TV taping on October 14th in Hoboken, New Jersey. Come and see an amazing double main event that features the wrestling god Anthony Gangone versus the bad apple Matt McIntosh. Also, the pride of Jersey City, Sonny Kiss, goes one-on-one with the champion of the 1%, Logan Easton LaRue. And if that's not enough, Colossal Mike Law puts his TV title on the line against the prodigal son of the National Wrestling Alliance, Bo Crockett, and so much more. You guys want to get some exclusive deals for Capital Wrestling that you can't get anywhere else? Then head on over to tinyurl.com slash capital 1V, that's the Roman numeral 1V, and you can enter the promo code GAWP and receive access to special discount prices courtesy of us here at the General Mission Wrestling Podcast. Don't forget to come down to 301 Garden Street on October 14th, 7 p.m. Doors open and 8 p.m. is bell time. Do not be late and tell them that the GAWP boys sent you. You can use that promo code GAWP to save yourself a little moolah on those tickets. So go on, get some tickets, and don't forget to come to the Capitol. See you guys there. Sometimes you got to say please. Sometimes you got to say I'm gonna fuck you. Oh shit, we're live. <laughs> Where to oh go? Oh my god, you no. Stupid no, 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 no. <laughs> Welcome okay, back so, to yes, the GAWP. Okay, um, I the yeah. body. Now hide the <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, welcome back to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Pay no mind to that impromptu song. Yeah, please don't. Please. That was... Shout uh, out to Tenacious D. We love you. Yeah, so... It's, shout, not, it's not even a thing anymore. Shout out to... <laughs> I don't know. They're still, they still do occasional concerts, I believe. Okay. 
I, I, I should you not. I believe the Tenacious D still do concerts from time to time. I just don't think they're... That moment now, we're going to have to tweet at them and be like, Hey, Tenacious D, want to sponsor a podcast? <laughs> we, just played half, we just played half of your fucking song. Don't sue us. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't God, think... See I don't what think... happens? We talked about cease and desist. I don't think Jack Black... Now we're going to get a cease and desist from fucking Tenacious D. Ben's just begging for a lawsuit. He, he wants to lose money. I want to lose money. Softly. You know who else is losing money? TNA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. I forgot about Global this. Global so. Wrestling Network. Don't go there. The website's shit. <laughs> if you want to... This is going to be their catchphrase. If you want to pay less but still get robbed, go to the Global Force Wrestling Network. You're going to buy some Jared Gold, motherfucker. Yeah, this uh, was. Yeah. So remember you, that bull, Remember that bullshit that he was doing a couple of years ago. Wasn't that a gold hey. pyramid scheme they were doing? I forget Hi, about I'm that. Jeff Jared, and welcome to the video. I'm going to tell you how to buy Jared Gold, which you really I like Jared Gold. Which you're not really going to buy. You're just going to tell other suckers to buy it for you. It's insane to me. Just how how are they still? How is this company still going? <laughs> years and they've died multiple times changed networks changed advertisers changed rosters changed champions they had a relationship with fucking new japan pro wrestling for a while a couple years ago that is no fucking more how now they went to noah and no one because of vince cmlo are gonna throw them out too they have gotten rid of writers they've gotten rid of how are they still a thing? We've had more consistency in our storylines, and we're a fucking podcast. And we have dumbass loud, and we have stupid storylines. We do. Our storylines are too loud. Fucking Jeff Jarrett's gonna hire us. Yeah, we're gonna be the next TNA writing team. You know what? We'll improve that fucking company. Oh my god, I don't think you can improve that, but okay. You know what we should be doing? We should be working for WWE and rewrite this whole. Sister Abigail thing. Oh, oh there we go. Fucking Lord. Okay, can I take this? I don't have a problem with it, but you guys can take this over. I'm going to take a, so a drink ben, of water. Ben has a very hard on, and I'll say this in a negative way, for this whole Sister Abigail reveal, so I'll let him say his piece, and then I'll say mine. So, Ben, what did you think of the segment with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt in the uh, re- a finger quote reveal? Of Sister Abigail. In quotes. Okay. You have the opportunity to finally do this fucking storyline. <sighs> the idea of making Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt's split personality is not a bad idea. That's not what I'm mad about. The idea of doing it like that is actually kind of creative. And, and if you did that the right way, it could be creepy. It could be some Norman Bates, Miss Norman, Norma Bates shit where like he's, he's like dressing like her and her voice is coming out of his mouth. That could be something, man. I'm a horror fan. You want to do something creepy in wrestling? Go fucking hog wild, man. That's the shit I... That's the shit I want, man. As a horror fan, I was pumped for this. And what do you do? You fucking green, you fucking green screen this crappy 
shift this crappy video transition that I can do on my computer and you do this weird ass digital voice that doesn't even sound like a girl's voice it sounds like Bray Wyatt's voice just sped up and then you literally his makeup is just a shawl over his head and some weird face makeup and then you have it fade back between his and her voice like a fucking ventriloquist act. This was not scary. You know what? Fuck Dolph Ziggler. He is no longer the greatest seller in WWE. Finn Balor is now the greatest seller in all of world wrestling entertainment, wrestling in general, for looking at this bullshit for six minutes and not cracking a fucking smile. I was laughing so goddamn hard during this segment. I was just like, they can't be for real. You can't do this. You're doing I get this. I Because it was that creepily horrid of how bad it was done. But keep on, Ben. It's so, it was so dumb. And her voice was like, it was a crappy filter effect. And they did weird, wobbly, whirly video transitions like, this is spooky. Wow. Finn Balor, you were a champ for not dying laughing during this. Oh my god, this was such garbage. And they're hinging their they're hinging a major storyline on this. Hey Ben, sorry to interrupt you, but I if you think about it, when they were showing Bray like on the TV screen, probably in the arena he probably was laughing and just the camera wasn't looking at him <laughs> on purpose. Probably. You never know. You never, you never know. He probably had his head in his jacket like, what the fuck am I doing? You know they didn't show... Do you think they showed him the stuff before they sent him out there? Do you, that wasn't, you know that wasn't done live. Like, they didn't do that video live. That had to be pre-taped. Do you think that they of showed... Course. They had I, to I, have I, shown I, him... Okay, I, they had to have shown him that literally, like, five times before they sent him out there just to get all the fucking laughter out of his system because nobody on Earth could stand there for the first time fresh and look at that nonsense, and not die laughing. I feel, I feel like that was the first time he's seen it. Probably. No, I, I want to bet, I want to bet fucking money, dollars to donuts, that they fucking just, they showed him that shit like 20 times to desensitize him to it, and be like, okay, we're sending you out there, just don't laugh, just don't laugh at this, we're going to make it cooler next week, which I hope they do. This is not beyond the point of saving. You can fix this. It can be done. But I can imagine that conversation like, okay, you don't laugh at this. You know it's bad. Just don't. don't. I, I can just imagine no? Finn's, I can just imagine Finn's reaction like, why would I laugh? And like just go out there, cut your promo and then look at the monitor. And then like And when he's like, watching, he's like And then he's probably like <laughs> But he's dressed up as a woman. <laughs> but, um... Oh, my so God. Ben, would you guys be able to hold your laughter if you were out there? I would, I would fall on the floor. I would fall on the floor. I, would, yeah, I would die. The, the whole arena is blackout with everybody putting their phone light, camera light on. And I'll just be s s sitting in the ring be like, I can't. Fire me. I don't give a shit if you see me laughing right now. Just fire me. I can't. But, um, but I guess it makes sense. I guess... It's all about the gimmick. He has to think about other things. Yeah, but, the thing, but the thing is, what the what they're trying to betray is, is Finn Balor last week 
when they announced, like, oh, well, Bray said she's alive, and they showed Enchantress on the screen, he wasn't phased by that. So that was last week. So this week, they do whatever the hell they did. Now, it's, it was obviously Bray with a cloak over his head, mm-hmm. and they put, like, white uh, effects on his face to make him look like a girl. No, I don't even auto- think they did it to make him look like a girl. I think they did it to make him look like a corpse. Well, do you think? Yeah, it was like- supposed to be. It was supposed to be, be- like almost dead because look- remember he put ashes over him, so it's the spirit taking over him now. Which again could be moderately creepy, but when you have him doing this silly warbly voice. I'm not thinking of fucking a dead. I'm not thinking of a fucking dead body or a fucking reanimated witch lady from the bayou. I'm thinking of Zim, Lord of Humans. I will rule you all with an iron fist. Lies, all lies. Hello. Oh, I'm speechless right now because it's like. Ben about that. I'm here, but it's like, oh god. Raw heads so, its ups, raw heads its downs. So hold, hold. This is definitely a death. So hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Keep keep talking, keep talking. Alright. Okay, so, we're gonna keep shooting the shit. Mike has something. So uh, yeah, this was this was horseshit. And next, uh, let's talk about a storyline that didn't make me wanna slip my fucking wrists. Let's talk about Sami Zayn turning heel. I'm back. Uh, You're just in time. Back. Where he wasn't back for Sami Zayn turning heel. Well, so, hold on. I, did, I didn't get my thoughts on the Bray Wyatt thing. Oh, of course. Go ahead. Okay. So, Bray Wyatt dressed up as a woman. Stupid. Now, if he does this in the match that is supposedly happening at TLC, I'm going to laugh. Because it's going to look retarded. And I I hope they don't go down this route of... Because of, Steffi made a comment last year saying like, oh, we're going to start introducing LGBT characters. I hope this isn't what this this is. Oh, God. I, I, I think that's a development team dream, is, but okay. Oh, my God. I just, I just hope it's not this. I hope it's not gay... Bray, gay Wyatt. I hope it's not gay Wyatt. Oh God. God. So talk, you guys were talking about uh, Sami Zayn? Sami Zayn. Wait, so are we just going to skip the rest of Raw? Not the oh, Callisto. Oh, Wait. 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 I feel like we forgot about something. Oh, yeah, Callisto, just like the rest of the world. Uh, wait, yep. but guys, you know he was happy. Oh, bring him in. We know who it is. Bring him in. Hold on, I have to get him. He's been drinking all night. He's been partying. He was happy. Bring him in. Hold on. I, want to talk, I want to talk to him about this. Hold on, let me Bring get him. Bring him in, Ray. Hang on. You know what? In fact, this week, let us he's been Hold interrupting on. so much. Let's give him a proper introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Mexico, it's your friend and mine. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, he's going to have the proper uh, musical accompaniment. Ladies and gentlemen... It's, 
Go. Hey, Pepe. It's actually great to hear from you. No, fuck you, senor. I saw what you put on that title. Fuck you. <laughs> okay, but outside of that, me very happy, senor. Yeah, I know, Pepe. I, what? Pepe, why story, are you so that happy? That was for storyline purposes. <laughs> senor, my amigo, my compadre, the man that does a good lucha thing. Calisto is your new cruiserweight champion. He's from Chicago. Shut up, senor. We take him as one of us because senor Donald Trump don't like him anyway. <laughs> oh, my so God. So, see, Kalisto is your new world champion. He's going to take world over champion. the oh, no, 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 no. He, he ain't the world champion. He's the cruiserweight champion. What do you mean, senor? He was the last. Match. He's the world champion. He's taking all the runs. No, 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 Pepe. It, you look closer at that one of those pictures. He's holding the purple belt. That he, he's cruiserweight see, champion. See, see, Purple belt. That, that's for the, the world, right? No. Okay, Pepe. You've clearly had enough to drink. So, Ray, get your buddy. Uh, get your buddy some uh, some food to help. Get him some uh, Wait, some sustenance so, to help so him. Uh, no, Pepe, don't cry. No, Pepe, be happy. Pepe, Pepe I'll yeah. give you a six-pack of tequila. Oh. <laughs> so, stay, so stay on. So, so Kalisto cut a promo. Si. Right? And you've, and you've heard what he said? Si. That he's doing it for Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Si, very good legends. I like them. So, basically, this is what he said, word for word. I'm doing this in memory of Eddie Guerrero si. and, Ray, and Ray Mysterio. Si. One part of that sentence makes sense. Si. Do, you know, do you know what that is? Uh, he doing it for Ray Mysterio? Well, yeah, but what does in memory mean? Uh, I thought... Senor, me no speaking that good English. Can you help me out? Basically, they're implying Rey Mysterio's dead. Oh, that, that he's not dead, Senor. I Thank saw you. him last week with my cousin Pablo, and we were we were having tequila. <laughs> okay, thanks for sharing that. But um, so Kalisto wins the title, sí. and this and this also caused some stir. On social media. Okay, senor. I have my Twitter. Because people. So people <laughs> said they only gave the title to Camisto because it's Hispanic Heritage Month and the fact that, that on that night it was Eddie Guerrero's birthday. Fuck you, senor. Let us have one. You better I like. I didn't say it. Everybody else on Twitter said it. No, it's you, senor. It's no one else. I didn't see that. Pepe has a Twitter. Pepe follows the God page. You know what? I'm done, right senor. People. I'm leaving. I'm leaving, senor. Bye, senor Ben. I like you. Bye. I'm leaving. Bye, Pepe. See ya. I'm going to work for senor Trump. Fuck you, Mike. Okay, give me the mic back, Pepe. Fuck him. No, it's okay. It's okay. Fuck him. Pepe. So, Ben, do you have any comments about Kalisto winning? And do you, and do you kind of believe what I was saying before? 
Uh, that they only did it for Hispanic Heritage Month and it was Eddie Guerrero's birthday? Yeah, I feel that's kind of the only reason they did it. That's the reason they gave Jinder Mahal the title was because of the India tour. Can they we? do kind of some insensitive shit. Yeah. Also, so. this was the third week in a row that the cruise rates main evented Raw. Which is a good thing, though. Yeah. You know what's also a funny thing, too, is that when Angle's music was playing and everybody's chanting, you suck, Enzo was dancing. That was fucking hilarious. That was funny. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I hate the you suck chants uh, now because he's a Hall of Famer. That chant was so f- was funny in 2004. Not in 2017. Stop it. But Enzo dancing to it was funny. So Kalisto, and besides, I, I, I thought... They were gonna, he was going to drop it the next night, but apparently that's not happening. That didn't happen. Nope. So we'll wait and see on Monday if he drops it. Or TLC. Right. So, oh, yeah, they do have a pay-per-view coming up. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, uh, Callista won the Cruiserweight title, and next up, finally, one of the big it, it, things. It, it, it Pepe's eyes the world title. But Pepe's the world title. Did Pepe say something about a world Title. I, I didn't understand that. Part. I didn't understand that. I'll put it to he was drunk. So, speaking yeah, of he's been drinking a lot. He's been loving that, man. Speaking, speaking of speaking pay per views, here we go. I It was a pay per view, and we watched it, and it had some good matches. Usos and the, op- the opener was amazing. Usos and New Day was so fucking good. That should have that should have been the main event. The pre-show match was amazing. You guys sadly missed that pre-show match, and even the pre-show was just awesome. The card was actually it was it wasn't a stacked card, but it was a, oh, there you go. a solid card from start to finish. So. I don't know what Pepe did to your mic, but now we can hear you a little better. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you. Yes, we can hear you. So I don't know Russo's... what Pepe did. I think he bit my mic. It sound it was like, God damn it, Pepe. He probably he probably thought it was tequila and tried to drink it. God, so... but it was a solid. Like I was saying, the card wasn't stacked, but it was a solid card. We got to see some great matches. Even the pre-show is just amazing. I'll say, I'll say this about the pay-per-view: uh, the tag. Uh, Hell in a Cell was really good. And then I'd say, like, in between until the main event with the Hell in a Cell with Shane and uh, Owens, there was a lot of matches that were kind of TV matches. Yeah. Like, basically. There was TV, much filler, yeah. It was filler. TV, TV matches that just got on the pay per view. Like, Randy and Rusev was fine. Uh, Natalia and Charlotte, that was, I was a little disappointed because that wasn't a clear finish. It was like one of those D, uh, it was a count out, I believe. No, it was DQ because she hit her with the chair. Uh, the Rude and Ziggler match, I have no comment about because it's Ziggler. But I want to talk about the WWE Championship match because this annoyed me. And oh boy, else. this was. This is the reason. Wow. Now listen. Did I back Did you around? lose because of this, Ben? Pretty much. I had a chance at coming back. To win my title back, if Matt guessed wrong, I was thinking Nakamura—they're finally gonna put him on him. The gender reign, the era of gender, is over. Boy, was I wrong! 
Boy, was I fucking wrong. Now, listen, I'm not going to complain anymore about Ginger being the champion because I just don't care anymore. But what they have done to Nakamura since after WrestleMania is fully retardation. They've ruined what, him. What are they doing? They gave him the nickname The Artist. That was strike one. Strike two was him losing at SummerSlam and losing at the pay-per-view. That was strike two. Also, strike three was, before the pay-per-view, he cut a promo saying, sticks and stones make break my bones. Like, what? What the fuck are they making you say this for? Mike, you're Nakamura. You're one of the most charismatic wrestlers in the world. You don't need to say this bullshit. Just do your... Dude, let him be Nakamura. Oh, my God. I bet I bet he's fucking happy leaving Japan now. He was when he was in NXT, and he was treated like a fucking legitimate star. Now, the, I, I don't even know what the plan is anymore. I, I, a couple months ago, it was the plan for Nakamura and Styles to be at Mania. Now, it's like, why... Why even right now? How? Elias Sampson is getting treated better than him, and he has a fucking undefeated streak. Well, well I'll, I'll take what you said. Elias in NXT was boring and retarded. <laughs> and nobody liked him on our, nobody liked him being on the TV screen. Correct? Yep. Nakamura was on our screen, and we enjoyed it. Now, ergo, er, ergo, they must ruin them. You you bring them both up to the main roster and you put them on different shows. Elias is on the screen. People like it. When Nakamura is on the screen, people go, aw, what'd they do? What happened to my Nakamura? Why is he stupid? It's hard. It's hard. I don't even even know who my whole face is now. Who does he face? Uh... There is... Randy? Oh, God! (laughs) They did it three months There are no top contenders for SmackDown right now, though. Just give it to AJ? Do you put AJ in that spot? Or do you just bring up another guy from NXT? (sighs) SmackDown has nobody. They really don't. They don't have nobody for their main event. And speaking of their main event, Shane and Kevin Owens... Had a great Hell in a Cell match with a stupid Falls Count Anywhere stipulation, and they just turned another one of their top baby faces into a heel. Which I was happy about. Now, okay, well, Ben, are you in agreement that was fine? Yeah, the match was. Uh, this match was good. It got really good when we were fucking shitting our pants wondering who was gonna fall through the cell and die. That's when it got fucking nerve-wracking. Yeah, Ben and Mike admit that I was gasping every second of the match. I saw Bubba like, oh, God, no, 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 no. By the way, to end on your... And there's a point that I'm thinking they're going to fall off the edge of the cage onto the crowd. I'm like, oh, God, this isn't going to end well. What were you saying, Ben? Sorry? To end on your point about gender not leaving an impact on people... I gotta tell ya, guess who was mysteriously absent from SmackDown this week, and I didn't even notice? Ginger. 
gender was your WWE champion was missing from his show, and nobody gave a single shit. And you know what the he scary might be part gearing is? up for the India tour. And you know what the scary up? thing is? This was the best episode of SmackDown Live in weeks. And because they didn't have the WWE champion on. What the fuck does that tell you when they have you know it's hilarious to me? Baron Corbin is getting a better treatment, is get is more popular than Jinder Mahal right now. And Baron Corbin is coming off of one of the worst almost burials I've almost seen in my life. He had the worst summer of any wrestler in recent memory. And yet he's still doing better than Jinder in terms of popularity right now. At least Baron Corbin has a fucking amazing theme song. Have you guys heard his theme song in full now? Yes. I've listened to it countless times already. Isn't it... Is it not the... the theme song in effect. Is it not like... Is it not like the best freaking theme song you've ever heard? I mean, geez, hold on, just listen to this shit, man. Is that not the most metal fucking thing you've ever heard? I'll make you feel the wrath of my ways. I'll be your, I'll be the ending. I'll be your end of days. That is Jim Johnson, man. He still gets that shit done. He's back with the WWE, right? Isn't it? Yes. He had left for a bit. I know that's why they were heavily influenced by CF, CFO. CFO Jim dollar Johnson sign. C- CFO money. CFO money part. CF. Whatever. But back to the main so, point. Sami Zayn God. turning heel. Do we like this? See. At first, at the pay-per-view, I didn't understand it until the promo on Tuesday. The promo like was amazing. From both his, of them. His best promo since he's been on the main roster. Oh my God. He, there's so much truth to this. So, Steam Generico lives on again. The never-ending storyline of Steen and Generico will go on through the ages, and I could not be happier because this is such an interesting way to take it. Yep, and also, the promo Sami Zayn cut, it made so much sense. Because he has been getting treated like shit ever since it was It wasn't a typical heel being like, I'm making up shit so people can feel bad for me. No, this was legitimately a good promo that explained why did I... Why am I no longer going to accept what you want? I'm going to do what I want. Now, where do you go with this? Where do you go from here? Because Shane is not a wrestler, and he's supposed to be the commissioner of this fucking show. Who do you... Is this a team now? Is Shane and uh, Owens a team now? Or is this going to be more of let's dominate SmackDown and win, try to win all the belts? I would kind of hope they go for the tag titles. Imagine them as a team and just dominating like they did in ROH years and PWG years ago. So let's see where it takes. I know, I think the plan now is for Shane to be off screen until Survivor Series around there and maybe do... I I think he's off screen until the Rumble. I I wouldn't say that far. I would say maybe Survivor Series... Maybe Team Shane versus Team Owens? Maybe. 
thought they were gonna do another uh, Raw versus SmackDown thing. They are, I believe so, but I can still see them doing another match because Survivor Series is the night of multiple tag team matches. So, and also I can Daniel see them Bryan's, doing both. And Daniel Bryan's not wrestling. Though so I gotta tell you, so, so the prospect of Steen and Generico versus the Usos fucking take all of my fucking money. <laughs> Damn, man. So. SmackDown is a heel dominant. Throwing dollar bills at you. Just take them all, man. Just take them all. You're treating them like strippers, man. You're treating them like... Dance for my pleasure. Dance! (laughs) Maybe Sami Zayn will debut Larry, if you know what I mean. Go to our Facebook channel. Go to the Facebook page. We we found a clip. We found a clip. Oh, my God. That promo. (laughs) (laughs) Because a black man on me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> that part, I, died. I was dying when that Shut happened. Your mouth, cracker. Shut your mouth, Cracker. Fuck you, Cracker. I'm like, whoa. What was this? <sighs> what was this? That was one of those things that Sami Zayn was like, fuck, why did I record that again? That was so well, Like That was the moment like when me and Ben did the curb stomp. Always forget that, but shit doesn't compare to fuck you, cracker. What the hell was he thinking? So, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens is a potential team, and they also reunited another team, Harper and Rowan. Did you guys catch this? I did catch oh, this. The Bludgeon the, Brothers. The Bludgeon Brothers. Fuck they're it. Basically, they... They're basically War Machine. They're basically they had they were cut they, they were fucking like World of Warcraft characters. They had like the fucking hammers and the fucking stitched clothing. It looked awesome. I'm digging it. They look like monsters. It's gonna be awesome to be able to see. You know what? Fuck it. If you're gonna give somebody the weird monster gimmick, give it to two dudes who already look burly and weird. It fits. Hey Mike, can I get Luke Harper now for my roster so I can oh, make the Legend Brothers in two K? Fuck you. Fuck you. You know what? If if Harper was pushed properly, he could be facing Mahal, and I would be fine with that. But 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 I want the Bludgeon brother. You know what? Speaking of, let's go back to Mahal. Do you think they're gonna do Mahal and Bobby Roode? At this think, point, uh, you think Roode's the next challenger? At this point, who else is there? Because I'm just like, if they, they book the rest of this Ziggler feud properly, I can see Roode as the next top contender, but. I feel like that's the thing, though. It's kind of like the Nakamura syndrome. He was pushed so quickly that it was like, if they gave him the title, it had no meaning. So I'm hoping Rude like, lives during the mid-card for a little bit, lives in that area, and then we get Rude versus the champion. I wouldn't even... I would say by maybe Mania next year. Mm. I wouldn't want it now because I still feel like if they do it now... It's going to lose steam, and by the Royal Rumble, we're going to be talking about, yeah, remember when Bobby Roode actually had steam as a character? Yeah, where'd that go? Yeah, at this point, I'm just like, SmackDown, you know what, I will say this, bit of positive note, the opening segment of SmackDown, the tag team division, it's in pretty good shape right about now, quite honestly. That's That's the best thing about SmackDown. You know, we got fucking Usos, New Day, Fashion Police, fucking Benjamin and Gable. Ascension are there, but at least they're funny now. That their joke is that they want to be best buds with the fashion police, which is genuinely right. hilarious. Which is genuinely hilarious. 
Teddy Long won. He wanted to make tag team matches every week on SmackDown. And we complained. Now the best thing on SmackDown are the tag teams. Holla, holla. Maybe the New Day. Maybe one of them gets a push for the WWE title. You know, fuck it. Give it to Big E at this point. He's more than fucking earned it. Or or Kofi. Kofi, man. Fuck it. Give it. They could, they could build a story of Kofi has won every single title, but the main title has eluded him. Kofi has been some, in WWE. Kofi is the veteran that deserves it, though. Kofi, Kofi has deserved. Kofi deserves he's, everything by this point. Kofi's not, Kofi's not winning it, but you know what? Use use it. Just uh, use this opportunity. If not him, I would say if you want to call up somebody to fill a spot for now, fucking sanity. Call them up. I know they have the belts, but. You can still show up on the fucking main roster with the belts. Fucking Coach Eric Young, give Eric Young a chance. Fuck it, a goddamn. Is it is it too early to bring up Black? It's way too early to bring up Tyler, but Alistair Black. What about Roddy? Uh, I feel I feel like the, it, you're not ready. No, no, is he? Not, I think I think he with his style. I think he would flourish more on the main roster than he does. In NXT, because in NXT, it's more about that high pace. It's the best of, like, indie-wise. And Roderick, he's kind of losing his spot that even now, bringing up what's going to happen at War Games, he's out of place. It's like, why is he there? It's like, I feel if he went to the main roster, Roderick Strong could possibly be a champion by the end of next year. He could be something good. And if they push him up now, I feel by Rumble, it could be him and Jinder. I feel like they're gonna do something with Strong, and despite I'm gonna spoil it, probably I'm, this is my prediction. I feel like he's gonna join the Undisputed Era. That's my prediction for the War Games thing. Yeah, I uh, feel that's that's the that's the main so point that everyone's strong, hoping so, for. Too. So Strong is gonna stay in NXT for a while. Um, who are the people that you could call up? Cassius Ono, yeah, uh, Watami, like those type. They're not gonna be full time main eventers, but it's. Just people to plug in for now because you need people on the show. SmackDown yep. feels so spar and like empty sometimes. It's gotten so bad they've given Aiden English a prime position as Rusev's sidekick. And you know what? He deserves it. Aiden English is actually good. He is very good. I will never get over It's Rusev Day. No, no, no. Anybody from Raw that they can just switch over? That they could just pluck in? Give him Elias Sampson. Fuck it. SmackDown would do good with him. Uh, I was thinking more of main eventers. Elias could be a main eventer if they pushed him right. Give Balor to SmackDown. Yes. You, oh, you know what? I was about to say that if, if they should have ended the whole thing with him and Bray at, what was the last week? No Mercy? He should have been switched over to SmackDown. I, I, Fuck it, give Bray back to SmackDown. He was actually doing a little bit better there. And not dress up as a fucking woman. Pretty much, yeah. Fuck SmackDown. Raw's better. No, I, but even then, SmackDown was the better show this week. I'll freely admit. That moment, Mike already admitted he's lost the 2K universe. <laughs> I'm talking about real life. 
<laughs> listen, Mike. We're all gonna be the same on universe. Listen, Mike. Don't go crazy on me. Don't listen. Don't go crazy on me again. Okay. What do you? Whatever. You guys say I'm psycho, but I, I'm fine. I don't trust either of you anymore because both of you. What did I do? to me this weekend? And what did I? Okay. Both. What did I do? What did you do? You left scars on my fucking face. What? I still, I'm still feeling it right now. Okay. Ben, you gave him a, you, ben, you gave him a hickey? Well, I did wake up Monday morning with, like, blood around my mouth, but I, I just assumed I, like, I had, like, a canker sore in my mouth for a couple of days, and I thought, Ray, what did I do? <laughs> Like I said, all will be found out soon. We had we had a camera on that night, so everything will be found out a little bit soon. Let's hope. This isn't like the hangover. We'll find out what happens. I just know one thing. I'm making a call, and this is the result of Hell in a Cell. Ben lost. Mike's lost. So, Matt, the daddy. Matt, the loser. Matt, the paper champion, it will be you and I one more time. If you, so. if we couldn't beat him, you certainly can't, sir. <laughs> Shut up, simpleton. So, you know how much I am actually willing to bet on this, Ben? How? I'm going to do what you two couldn't because you guys don't know what gold tastes like. Matt, I hope you're listening, brother, because we were best friends, just like Kevin and Sammy, but you were holding me back, and at TLC, it will be title for title, and I'll put up my hardcore title for your world title, winner take all. And no, I'm not going to be stupid like Mike. I'm going to pick from the whole card, just like you, and the winner of those predictions will be a dual champion. And Mike and Ben, you two may be psychotic. You two might have tried to end me on Sunday, but the law will bring a friend to make sure I walk out world champion. We'll certainly see where that goes, and let's hope that... And I do remember there being a camera at Hell in a Cell, so let's hope we get that footage sooner rather than later. We can finally start putting together the pieces of what happened during Hell in a Cell. What you could see right now but we, is a video that just got posted. This private party, you see what happens when you mess with me. You two. I like them, kind of. I don't like you two. Get ready. I know it's like Halloween season, but I think we're you I think you're taking this a little too far. Am I? Yes. Am I? Yes. Because when you see the footage back, I'm the sane one here. Well certainly I'm the victim. Do you believe him? I don't know I don't know what to believe anymore, but I do believe that that is all the time we have this week for another crazy episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Guys, 
Thank you once again for tuning in. Once again, without you, there is no fucking show. So, Mike, tell them where they can listen to this episode as well as all the other past archived episodes. Well, Ben, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podcasting. And, Ray, where can they get themselves a Avenging Ben t-shirt, a Whole Milk Mike t-shirt, a Matt the Daddy Koffler t-shirt, and, of course, a Ray the Law Raimundo t-shirt? Where can they get those? You can go to T Public slash The Gob Show, and you're going to pick up not one of those damn shirts that Ben mentioned. You're just going to pick up that last one, which is the Champ shirt, the Law Ray Ramundo t shirt. Do like everyone else. Don't be a simpleton. Buy my stuff. And of course, and guys, don't forget <laughs> if you want all updates on what we'll, on all topics we'll be talking about, any updates of the ongoing GAWP storyline, updates on predictions, or just any indie shows we'll be appearing at and just attending, you can follow us at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, and you can follow us at the GAWP Show on Twitter, and you can get all those juicy details and all other forms of dumb fuckery. So guys... Juicy wieners? I said said general dumb fuckery, not juicy wieners. But, guys, tell you what, next week is episode 50. We have something very special in the works for you guys. We have a very special guest who might just be as crazy as we are, but we won't reveal that just yet. We leave leave you on a little cliffhanger right there. So, guys, it has been an absolutely amazing time. Wait, Ben, do mention where we'll be on Saturday, though. Woo-hoo. Don't leave them on a cliffhanger there. Oh, absolutely. What am I doing? We advertised it once during the show, but let's hear it right from the horse's mouth. Guys, if you want to hang out with Whole Milk Mike and say hi to me and Ray Raimundo, who might be a little bit busy during this night, but we'll still be happy to say hi, come on down to... Th- a little. Very busy. So come on down to 301 Garden Street in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's the Hopes Foundation in Hoboken. At 7 p.m., the doors open, 8 p.m. bell time for Capital Wrestling Return to Hoboken. It's going to be our fourth TV taping. It's going to be an utterly stacked card. Anthony Gangone versus the Bad Apple, Matt McIntosh, the pride of Jersey City. Sonny Kiss taking on the champion of the 1%, Logan Easton LaRue. Mike Law defends his Capital Wrestling TV championship against the prodigal son of the NRA, Bo Crockett, and so much more. Guys, it's going to be an utterly amazing card. Smiley, Matt Sells, Paul Jourdain, Ken Dixon, all these amazing... Hysteria, all these amazing tag teams, single competitors, and more. Also, amazing food, live music. It is going to be an utterly stacked show, and you don't want to miss it. And once the again. champion will be crowned. And a new... And the night couldn't get any more. God. Damn it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a great show, so come on down. Capital Wrestling, 301 Garden Street, Hoboken, New Jersey. It is going to be one hell of a time. And guys, this has been one hell of a time hanging out with these two jokers talking about the weird and wild world of professional wrestling. So guys, I am Avenging Ben. I'm Homer Mike. And I'm the Law Ramondo. Thank you Follow guys. The law. And Mike, take us home. Steve, this is for you. Join the madness. And have a good night. Yeah, man, so I'm going to, like, edit in the Baron Corbin theme.
like afterwards, and like I think it'll be pretty seamless. That's fine. We should, I don't think we're gonna get any problems with that. Yeah, I think this will work out pretty good. This was a good one this week. Yep. But the thing is, Ray just keep brought bringing up Sunday. I don't remember anything. Do you? Uh, it's spotty for me, but I remember some stuff. Like I remember you. Before you came, after you left my job, you bought some weird mask, and I think you wore that for the rest of the night. I bought some weird mask. Hold on, let me check my bag. Because I don't, I remember going to your job and everything, but, uh, oh, um, what I is found you, the mask. It's a weird green alien mask, right? Yeah. Also, it has a paper in here, too. Listen, paper, man. A paper? What's it say? Fuck you all. Interesting. Listen, the sooner we get that footage, the better. But, Mike, I think we both need to get some help. And I think I know a place that might be able to help us. We have our special guest next, next week. But I think it may right. be time for us to get a little professional help. Mike, you up for a trip to the Fairchild Asylum next week? Oh, no. Stay tuned, bitches!